here's the, the, the society of Mary, here's the laity, and here's the Marian sisters coming together to make sure that you have the funds to pay for your student debt. But even deeper than that, it's an affirmation that you're not just joining the daughters of Mary, you're really joining the Marianist family, and we're all in this together. Um, and I, I think that's just got to be a tremendous blessing for those considering religious life. Welcome to Sharing Our Marianist Stories. I'm Patty Garrett. And I'm Sister Gabby Bebo. And today's episode, we have two lay Marianists, Matt Myers and Linda Zappacosta, talking about their experience on the Marianist Sisters Vocation Fund, which is a fund that helps raise money for young women who are interested in joining the sisters, and it helps them alleviate their college debt so they can join. Patty, you interviewed Matt and Linda. Um, What struck you as you interviewed them and talked to them? I really enjoyed this interview because basically they interviewed each other, which is always lovely to experience. But what I really noticed is the collaboration between Linda and Matt and then bringing in the entire Marianist family to support this vocation fund. They tell the story how they were at a meeting and Matt just brings up that Marianist sisters have to pay off their student loan before they can be part of the FMI and Linda Zabacosta picks up on this and with her experience starts contacting people saying, hey, can we do something about this? And they created this much needed fund. And I think it's a beautiful example of collaboration within the Marianist family. What did you think when you were listening, Sister Gabby? Well, it was honest. I've known about the fund for a while, but I didn't completely know the story of how it came about. Um, so I w- it was very interesting to um, and inspiring to listen to the story of how the fund came about. And as, as you'll hear, this was entirely a lay-initiated project. Um, this was not something that the sisters thought of. This was something that Matt and Linda heard about, that college debt was an obstacle to some young women entering the sisters And they thought, well, we need to do something about this. And, you know, as they'll say, too, this is not a problem unique to the sisters. Many smaller religious congregations like the Marianist sisters, they're not they're not large enough to help offset the debt of candidates coming into religious life. And so that has has been an obstacle for some young women in the past discerning a vocation with the sisters. This fund was really created to help solve this issue. College debt is huge now. It isn't small. You know, it isn't something you can work a part-time job and go to college. So this is definitely the signs of the times, an honest look of where we are. And if we want more vocations, we want more young people joining religious life This is something that really has to be looked at. Yeah, I definitely agree. And when we think about, too, 
how expensive Catholic university education is nowadays. There are three Catholic Marianist universities in the United States, and we really attract vocations from those universities. It's the rare person who can pass through a Catholic college or university without taking out some student loans. And so that really intensifies the need for something like this. And I think, like you said too, it's a great example of collaboration and of really acting from the beautiful reality that we are a Marianist family. Our futures are tied to each other. And, you know, we have to work together for the good of each of the branches and in the interests of the flourishing of the Marianist family into the future. And I think this is just one, one example of that, that I, I think that our listeners will find very inspiring and very educational. Hi, I'm Linda Zappacosta. I'm a lay Marianist. I live in Chester, Pennsylvania. And I've been a member of my local Marianist Lake community, Maranatha, where we've been meeting now for 47 years. And I'm also a member of the Visitation State community, which is a, a national MLC. Yeah, and uh, we've been meeting for over 50 years. Uh, my name is Matt Myers, and I'm a member of the Embers Marianist Lake community. And we've been in a community for about 12 years now. I met the Marianist sisters here in Chester, Pennsylvania, where I currently live. And it was like 1969. It was shortly after I graduated from high school. I was very involved with the Marianist Center, which uh, the original facility was right here in Chester. And it was an education, adult education center at the time. And the Marianist sisters came through and uh, did a vocation weekend. And I was very drawn to their spirit as well as their ministry. So I thought, hmm, let me check out these Marianist sisters. So I visited the sisters in Dayton and then in San Antonio as well. Then I discerned that I would like to check out the Marianist sisters and join the sisters in 1970. So I was with the sisters from 1970 to 73. And at that time, I discerned that my call was in the lay branch of the Marianist family. So I came back to Philly and uh, a few months later started Maranatha, our lay faith community. Well, I've known the Marianist sisters a, a little less time than Linda has, mm -hmm. um, but I met them uh, really at the University of Dayton and it didn't have um, any of the sisters for class or, or, or work with any of them directly until the, the first part of my, my fourth year. And that's when Sister Nicole was accompanying our community in formation. And she worked with us for, the, for about four months. And then when we finally you know, committed as a community, uh, she stayed with us a little bit longer, but then our community kind of dispersed and went all over the place. And it's really after uh, my time at the University of Dayton that I've gotten to know the sisters better. I, I've had the chance to work with Sister Laura on the Marianist Sisters Vocation Fund. I've had the chance to work with Sister Leanne on the Adele Social Justice Project and now Gabby's uh, joined the Adele Social Justice Project as well. And then just recently working with Sister Nicole on a project with the racial justice team of the Marian Social Justice Collaborative. It's, it's only been a few years, but I've, I've really, really enjoyed uh, getting to know the Marian sisters more when I was at the University of Dayton. I obviously knew 
a lot of the brothers, but just hadn't met the sisters yet. Back in July of 2013, there was a meeting at the University of Dayton, and it was near the MLCNA, the Marinus Lane Communities in North America, was called the Marinus Lane Network of North America at the time. So they invited folks, lay folks from around the country to come and have this meeting for strategic planning. So the leadership of MLNNA at the time invited uh, this group to come together from around the country and to focus on strategic planning, you know, for the future of the Marinist Lane Network. So during that meeting, uh, Matt Myers expressed a concern or a need or an issue we came to that meeting and we were just discussing really um, the future of the Marianist family, how the lay branch is going to need to play a more pivotal role to, to carry the charism forward. And uh, one of the things that I had become aware of really because of friends uh, that were discerning religious life is the disparity between uh, a young man wanting to join the Society of Mary and a young woman wanting to join the Daughters of Mary. And for the young men that, that are interested, they could go and, and say to the, to the Society of Mary, hey, I'm interested. I'd like to become an aspirant, but I have this student loan debt. Is that okay? And the Society of Mary being as large as it is uh, and, and having the resources that it does was, was fine with that. They could afford to slowly pay down the student debt while the person discerned religious life. Uh, on the other hand, uh, if, a, if a young woman was interested in the Daughters of Mary, she couldn't just join. She actually had to pay down her student debt before uh, she was able to, to enter those initial stages of discernment, of, of living with the sisters in the novitiate year. And that just seemed like an inequity to me. Uh, here we are, the, the Marianist family, a, a discipleship of equals, and yet there's, there's an imbalance of opportunity for people wanting to explore their vocation. So I had just mentioned this as, as a, I'm aware of this, you know, I don't have any plans, I don't know what to do with this, but here's one place where it really looks like we're going to have to start thinking differently or doing things differently. I just put it out there and I didn't think anything was going to come of it. I have this tendency to extrovert and just share thoughts in my head. And over in the corner, there's, there's this woman, Linda, that I've really never met before. That's just, you know, taking notes on this and it's spinning in her, in her head of what can we do about this issue? So with that, I'll, I'll let Linda tell the rest of the story. So when Matt expressed that need, it ignited like a spark within me that quickly grew into a flame of action. I knew immediately that I needed to act on this along with others. So after the meeting was over, I went up to Carol Weiss, who was part of that meeting. She's a laywoman who lives up in New York. So I said, you know, how about what Matt said, you know, that there's this need with the sisters that, you know, that student debt might prevent a sister from, you know, moving forward in her choice of joining the Marianist sisters. I'm kind of like thinking, I'd like to do something about that. And I said, would you join me in that? And she said, yes. So then I, I just kind of went home and then I thought, if this is going to go any further, I need to reach out to the sisters. So I contacted the provincial, the sister, Sister Evangeline, and I kind of ran this idea by her about the possibility of forming a committee to address this issue. So she said, yes, you know. Well, then I thought, you know, it would be also good to have the brothers involved, too. So I contacted you know, the provincial, the brothers, and, and he gave the okay for Brother Joe Markle, who was treasurer at the time, you know, to join our little team. So we had our first initial conversation 
in October of 2013. So just a few months after, you know, Matt had raised the, the initial need, this germinating little bud of a flower coming to fruition, you know, in, in response to the need. So then we kind of brainstormed other folks who would bring skills of fundraising kinds of efforts and marketing and development into the mix. And then on December 9th, I think that was the first time we had our official first full committee meeting. And Matt was a part of that meeting. So it was Matt Myers, uh, Anthony Fucci, who was director of the Cape May Point Retreat House at the time, because he was really good in development and marketing as well. He had a lot of business savvy that he brought to his to his position there as director of the retreat house. And then um, Mike Wozno, who was, I think, chair elect of MLNNA at the time. You know, so he also had a lot of business savvy and a lot of skills with technology. So we had this nice group of folks. And then actually that meeting, that very first meeting, we said, well, what should we call ourselves? And brother Jim Markle said, well, why don't we call ourselves the Marianist Sisters Vacation Fund? And we're like, yeah, yeah, because that says it, you know, it says who you are in the title. And, uh, and we all said, yep, that's it. We're the Marianist Sisters Vacation Fund. Then the Sisters Provincial Council had decided that, um, that Sister Laura Lemming might be best suited to continue to be the sisters representative on the committee. So Laura joined us by the end of the year. So by the end of the year, we had Sister Laura on the team as well. I think there's a little bit of history that, that's really important about why the fund is needed. And part of that history, without going into to too much detail, is that when young men and women were interested in joining religious life or, or pursuing their vocation as avowed religious 40, 50 years ago, uh, they would join at a young age. They would join at 18 years old. Since that time, 40 or 50 years ago, really young adults that are, are discerning their vocation or thinking about religious life, they're not engaging that question until after their experiences of college. And so they're coming into their vocation and religious life uh, with, a, with a, a heavy amount of debt. I mean, uh, upwards of $30,000 at this point is the average. And, and so the Society of Mary, again, is able to take that on a little bit easier because of how big they are. But many of the, the smaller religious orders and many of the women religious orders are disproportionately unable to do that because they're paying for higher health care costs, because the debt is so high uh, that young women are, are coming in with. So with the high cost of college education, you know, many candidates have to delay their formation process in order to work and pay off their debt. Um, in some cases, this can be four, five, six, seven years. And during that time, they may, be, may lose interest or become frustrated uh, because while they're paying off their religious debt, they're also paying for just their regular expenses in the world. And as we all know, uh, you know, coming out of college these days, you're not exactly earning a huge salary. Our committee is really only interested in paying down educational debt. Um, we're, we're not taking on credit card debt or, or other debt-related things. We're, we're really focused on helping young women that have educational debt so that they can enter and begin formation with the Daughters of Mary, uh, with, with the Marianist sisters. Basically, uh, from when, when the time that a woman enters the novitiate, so it's not like, oh, you have $40,000 worth of debt. Here's a $40,000 check. We're just going to pay that off right away. Uh, maybe, Linda, you could talk about how many years of formation it really takes for a woman to, to become 
fully vowed in, in the Daughters yeah. of Mary and, and, and that piece where we pay it down gradually. So the first year is this pre-novitiate. They can work, you know, during that year. If they have educational debt during that year, they, they're asked to continue their monthly payments and pay down their student debt. After they become novices at the end of the year, then they aren't able to work any longer. And then the sisters will begin the monthly payment. So the first monthly payment of the drawdown of the student debt begins with the novitiate. And then the novitiate is two years long, and then they would take first vows. The payment of the debt would continue up until final vows, uh, which could be any time between like five and eight years. I just want to add a word about collaboration, because I really feel that the Marianist Sisters Vacation Fund is an example of collaboration in practice. Because from the get-go, I mean, it was a lay initiative, but from the get-go, we involved, of course, the sisters and the brothers, you know, in the discussion about how to move forward with this. So um, it's a real collaboration of the three branches of the Marianist family in the United States. You know, and I love that about it, too. You know, I can't imagine, you know, this fund being ex in existence without the three branches participating and having a voice. It's just been wonderful. You know, plus, you know, the number of people that have come through, you know, these uh, seven years uh, with their various expertise and development of fundraising, like Janae Gonzalez, you know, what Matt has brought to the fore in his research and marketing and this, the education that he received and how he brings these skills to the fore. And, but, you know, the base for all of us, I think, is rooted in the love of the Marianist sisters and a wish that no woman be denied advancement in religious life due to student debt. And that's the heart of it. And I'll just build on that, Linda. I, I also think it's, as laity, we really see the Daughters of Mary as a gift to the Marianist family. The same is true for, for the Society of Mary, the brothers and priests. They're a gift. And we want to see that for future generations. Mm -hmm. and, and that means in this moment coming together to make that a possibility. Um, because there's some obstacles uh, in the way that that are really making it difficult for women to pursue this kind of vocation. Um, but, but I totally agree with you. I mean, what, what better group to come together than the Marianist family and, and really try and live out uh, Shamanan and Adele and Marie Therese's original vision. The Marianist Sisters Vocation Fund is really a continuation of Adele's work uh, from 200 years ago. Back in the day, Adele became aware of some young men that wanted to pursue their education so that they could become priests and they didn't have the funds necessary to pay for it. Adele stepped in and she says, we're going to help these young men. And she did so by raising pigs and then selling the pigs to support the men in seminary who had no means of paying for it. So in a way, the Mary Sisters Vocation Fund isn't something new. Uh, it's actually a contemporary vision of, of what Adele had back then, which is we really are a family and we can help each other out with financial resources and other means so that people can pursue their vocation and their calling. I just want to add as well, when Matt was talking about the broad reach of folks who have responded to our appeal requests, you know, that Marianist institutions such as universities have also jumped in in big way you know which has been wonderful to see and speaks highly of uh the relationship of the sisters you know with these institutions as well you know it's been wonderful to see 
all of the response and the ready response, you know, and again, it's rooted in a relationship with the sisters and the, and, uh, the unique value that we see in the sisters' contribution, not only to Emeritus family, but to our church and our world. So we want to continue to honor that and support that. I think one of the real gifts and, and, and the graces of the Marian Sister Vocation Fund is that it's an affirmation not only of, of a young woman's desire or intent to discern religious life with the Marian Sisters, but it's also an affirmation that there's this, there's this deeper, broader family uh, that's also really interested in you and wanting you to succeed. And so here's the, the, the Society of Mary, here's the laity, and here's the Marian sisters coming together to make sure that you have the funds to pay for your student debt. But even deeper than that, it's an affirmation that you're not just joining the Daughters of Mary, you're really joining the Marianist family, and we're all in this together. Um, and I, I think that's just got to be a tremendous blessing for those considering religious life, that they're joining something much bigger than, than just the Daughters of Mary right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sharing Our Marianist Stories. We hope that you enjoyed what you heard and learned something too. If you want to learn more about the Marianist Sisters Vocation Fund or make a donation, we will have information on our podcast notes. So go to www.nacmas.org. Under programming, click podcasts, and we will have the information for you to find with a simple click. Thank you for listening.